0: Welcome to CropSense, presented by North Carolina Cooperative Extension. I'm Jacob Morgan, a field crops agent with North Carolina Cooperative Extension. Today, we have some information from Dr. Ron Heiniger, Professor and Extension Corn Specialist with NC State University. This talk comes from the meeting Dr. Heiniger presented at last week regarding corn in this early season dry weather. Hope you enjoy. As Wes said, mentioned I made a report uh, on the corn growers newsletter that uh, I'm just going to echo basically here and it sort of echoes what Wes has said and Rod and and uh, to some extent it's a little behind in the in the Piedmont because they did wait a little longer to plant but uh, we we're off to a really good start uh, the season we didn't have a lot of rainfall temperatures on the average were uh, yeah it's been cool and we've had some freeze um, close freeze events, but uh, it's not been like last year where we had a freeze on the 9th, 10th, or 11th of May that was very uh, strong across the Northern counties And we had wet, wet, wet weather. We were struggling to get corn in. It was all over the place. Um, we've had as good, a and if Scott Kelly was on, he actually got some good data here showing that uh, emergence was as uniform this year as any of the times he's tested in the last three. So I agree with Wes. I think we're off to as good a start as I've seen here in North Carolina with corn anyway. So um, so I'm, I'm really excited because all our data points to the fact that if uh, you get off to a good start, at least you got a decent chance of maximizing yield potential through the season. Now that doesn't mean we're not gonna have challenges that we already are with this dry weather, but uh, uh, at least the crop has an opportunity to develop a a root system and get uh, involved here. So uh, at any rate, uh, we're off to a good start. That brings me to the uh, challenges that we are facing here, and that is dry weather. Uh, What can I do about dry weather? I've got a number of calls from growers. uh, My corn's starting to roll up. uh, what uh, It's really, really dry. I haven't gotten any rain. Uh, some of these like Pender County uh, down there, you guys have been especially uh, uh, unlucky to miss a uh, small shower. So uh, what can we do about this? Well, of course, uh, the answer there is is not a whole lot. Now, first of all, the stage of growth is critical here. That's why I recommended during the winter season not to get a huge hurry planting, because the farther along the corn is, the more impact dry weather has. And the smaller the corn plant is, the less water it requires, the less impact the dry weather is going to have. So if you've got uh, corn that's B5 to B7, what it's doing right now is it's finishing, uh, it's going through that, that the differentiation, it's, it's going from producing leaf area to producing the flower, the ear and the tassel. And that's where we talk about making number of rows around the kernel. So what, it, what this drier weather is having an impact on primarily here at B5 to v 7 is it's gonna shorten up the internodes and it's gonna to start to impact uh, uh, how many kernels. Now, how does it impact that? It impacts that by reducing photosynthesis. So until we get leaf roll, we're not hurting this corn. And I see a number of guys, uh, as I've driven here, a little gas, by the way, we ought to have a gas report to see whether I could get any place <laughs> now. But as I've driven around, well, I've noticed some guys turning on these irrigation rigs and because they think it's too dry. Well, I wouldn't do that until I start to see some leaf roll on some of this corn, because you can quickly, you don't need a lot of water. So it it doesn't mean you need to lead this crop in. You can wait to start to see some stress here for these guys with some irrigation. Why am I uh, not happy about them turning it on too soon? Because as long as you're not getting leaf roll, what the corn is doing is putting roots down. That's a good stuff from our probes last year. Is they proved definitively when it turns dry, corn roots start growing quicker. And so what's happening right now is we're getting roots moving down through the soil at a higher rate. So I want that to happen. That's a good thing that's an uh, impact of this uh, drier weather. As long as these leaves aren't rolling, why I don't want to. I don't want to make that corn get its water from the top. I want it to grow roots a little deeper. Well, I'll talk about that a little more in a second here. So B5 to v 7 as long as we're not getting leaf roll, we're growing roots, we're okay. But the moment we get roll, leaf roll, now we're starting to impact the photosynthesis and we're starting to impact. First thing it's going to impact is height, the plant height, internode length. And then as that leaf roll continues, it's a, if you look at the irrigation guide that I have, it takes about 20 days of leaf roll before it has a significant impact on yield. So that's how long it takes some time for this to impact these smaller plants as far as yield potential. So I'm not overly concerned. Now, the reason I'm so a little bit happier right now is temperatures were cooler but if we start getting days up in the 90s, the over 90s and this dry now we got trouble, big trouble because we'll start to reach leaf temperatures of 95, 100 and we'll start to see leaf browning and now we got permanent leaf loss. So that's the that's the danger that looms on this horizon here. It's not leaf roll right now, although I were Having a little impact on plant height, it's going to be as if these temperatures increase. Then we're going to have growers have a, with some burning, and that that you know, yeah. How do I stop that? I have no clue. You run out there with air conditioners. I don't, there's nothing we can do about that, but we can advise them that they're not getting hurt right now. that that. that that we can wait on the rain yes we're all concerned about it but as long as we keep these temperatures. but the moment those temperatures go up then we got to tell these growers we got we got problems we're going to hurt this crop so that's what b5b said have it smaller than that b2 or b3 it's not required very much water it it can tolerate uh, a little more heat so it, it's a little better position for for a longer stretch of of dry weather. So we're making roots right now. Now let me turn to that topic there. Making is there anything I can do? And that's a question I get, anything I can do to grow these roots or improve root uh, uh, mass penetration. Well there's they not a whole lot. You can go ahead, you know, the key is nutrition. You know, as long as the corn it's getting plenty of NP and K it's going to be fine as far as growing tissue. Now, there are some micronutrients associated with root. One of them is boron. Boron is in the root tips of a, of a corn plant, and this is true of any plant. Boron is especially concentrated because it's in influencing enzyme production of auxins and stuff like that, and which helps the root, grow, root tip grow and also helps it Penetrator or the soil uh, as it grows. So, an application of boron, some growers are doing that today, I mean, uh, at planting time anyway, these days. But a small amount of boron, a foliar application can improve some root uh, growth there you know, by providing plenty of boron. So, in some cases, where growers are making some lay-by applications and they're asking what they could do, If they haven't applied boron to planting or they don't have a good feel for how much boron they have, why the little foliar application uh, wouldn't hurt the plant. We've seen benefits uh, and yield at doing that up through V5 or V7. So that's an option for those who just got to do something. (laughs) Sometimes they just got to do something. So at any rate, uh, there's an option. The other thing that I've talked to a number of folks, and this really just pertains to the coastal plain. It's only for sandy soils in the coastal plain. I would not do this, well, any place, much other places. That is ripping in the middle of the road. Is there any benefit? And I've, I've worked with a grower down in Green County uh, who I've seen do this over a couple of seasons. And it does appear to have his crop or has appeared, I say, to to help his crop. Now, there's a caution here. First of all, our indication, the data and I showed this in some slides when I talked about root growth, is we don't get a lot of root growth into the middle of these 30, 36 inch rows. So You're not probably going to hurt or or, uh, damage much of the root mass by doing this. However, if you're heaving up soil by trying to rip deep in the profile, you're gonna, you're gonna displace roots and have some impact. Furthermore, you're digging up uh, water and, or soil that's, that's got some moisture and exposing it to drying out at the surface. So where does this have a, have a benefit with all those negatives? Where does it have a benefit? Well, if your top, and this is where I see it in green cat, if that top four inches of soil is hard as a brick, it's compacted, and we're getting these little, and we've had them here last week, at least across some of the state, these little quarter inch, half inch rainfall events, and your soil is compacted like that, those are not infiltrating. They're sitting on the top and evaporating. So by breaking up, and we used to do this with a cultivator uh, when we used to cultivate corn, you're breaking up that little, that compaction there by ripping in the middle of the row. Now, obviously you're not wanting to rip very deep to do that, which is good, but you're just ripping enough to break up that surface, hard surface, and allow a little infiltration of small rainfall events. That's where it would have some benefit, and that's where I think the, in, the grower in Green County has found some benefit from doing that. I do not think deep ripping is helping get the roots deeper. I don't think it's having much impact, but I do think when he does that, he has an impact of getting these smaller rainfall events into the soil. This is not something every grower will do. Okay. It's only in isolated conditions or situations that I think it could have some positive benefit. So if your growers are asking about it, why I would make sure they are looking at how compacted that surface is, with how much moisture they got below that compaction and see if they can't tickle that to allow some infiltration of small rainfall events. Again, a, a, a cultivator could have done this uh, uh, in the past. So. Anyway, there is a couple of approaches right now on small corn that has that somebody who's worried about could think about whether it applies to them. And in the most cases, we're just going to have to sit tight, understand what the where the problems are going to be, as far as the impact on the yield potential of the crop and you know, go to church, whatever you have to do. Yeah. You know. So that's, that's where we are right now, understanding the impact on the crop. And for a certain growers, they might have some, some benefits. So with that, I, that's the comments that I have. Uh- Once again, that's comments from Dr. Ron Honiger regarding our corn situation, dry weather on small corn, and maybe a couple strategies you can implement on your farm. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And as always... Thanks for listening to Crop Sense. Because if it isn't making money, it isn't making sense.